Hello there, and welcome to the Life is Hard, God is Good podcast. In this podcast, we are real about the hardships in life, and we find God's goodness in the midst of it. I'm so glad you're here today. I'm your host, Rachel Miller, and we are diving into episode five of the Wind series based on Isaiah 43, talking about when you pass through the fire, when you go through the rivers, because God doesn't promise us that life will be easy, but he promises that he will be with us. And today's episode is when people are hard to love. Jesus tells us that the first and greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. And the second is like it, to love your neighbor as yourself. And sometimes that's hard for us to do because people are not always easy to love. So how do you love your neighbor as yourself when people are hard to love? I think there's two ways that it makes it really hard for you to love your neighbor as yourself. The first way that's really hard is when you see yourself as higher than your neighbor. And the second is when you see your neighbor as higher than yourself. So let's start with the first one, when you see yourself as higher than your neighbor. And this is something that normally we would not admit out loud, but we do have biases and things where some people seem inferior to us, maybe because they're younger or maybe you've had different experiences than them. And so there are times when you think you are inferior to or other people are inferior to you. And maybe it's just because they sin differently than you. Maybe your sin seems more mild than their sin. The truth is, sin is sin. God sees it as you need a savior. That's how he sees sin. But to us, sometimes you can see sin and think it's worse because it's different than yours. And sometimes because other people seem inferior to you, you can think they're unworthy of your of your love or God's love even. If they have different socioeconomic status, if they have different political opinions, especially with the political tensions that have been on the rise here in the U.S. and the the polarization and the division between the right and the left, there's been so much hate between the two sides and hating someone because they have different beliefs than you. When really, all of us care so deeply about people and wanting what is right and wanting justice, and it just comes out in different ways. And so we need to be willing to open up and listen and learn from each other and not see the other person as inferior because they have a different opinion and a different way of believing in political sides. So we also need to realize that you cannot like someone and still love them. Someone might seem inferior to you because they don't mesh with you and your personality or their personality is very big or too small, but that does not change their value just because they don't mesh with your personality. You cannot like them and still love them and show them the love of Christ. Culture kind of gives us this idea that, you know, we should not swim oceans for someone who wouldn't jump a puddle for you. Basically saying that if someone's not willing to put in the effort, why should you? And let me tell you why you should. Jesus tells us in Matthew 5, you have heard it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy, which is basically what culture still tells us today. And he says, but I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. That is not what culture tells us to do. He says that you may be children of your father in heaven. He causes the sun to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. So basically saying that to be a child of God is to love those 
who are your enemies and those who persecute you. And that God sends his son, sends the son and the rain on both the righteous and the unrighteous. So he doesn't make a differentiation. So why should we? He says, if you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that? So basically, when you love someone who loves you, that's pretty easy to do, right? If someone is saying that they like you and they're kind to you and things like that, it's easy to love them. What's not easy to do is to love people who are disrespectful to you, who are not kind to you, who don't acknowledge you. But that is exactly what he's telling us to do. You see, when Jesus came, he spent time with the tax collectors and sinners. That's something that the Pharisees would point out to him, you know, why are you spending time with these sinners? And Jesus spent time with them, but he didn't become a sinner. He was perfect the whole time he was here on earth. He's always been perfect. And in the same way, we can spend time with people who sin differently than us and not engage in the sin and the activities that they're doing. We can still love those people and hate the sin at the same time. And so we just need to see others as children of God and as made in his image because we want to show we want to show that we are God's children by the way that we love other people not in just loving the people who love us but in loving the people who society would say are inferior to us or unworthy of our love because they're not putting in the effort we are going to as believers we need to to get our love from God so that we can love people who to society seem unworthy of our love the other way that we can struggle with loving our neighbor as ourselves is when we see ourselves as inferior and others as superior to us. And I love what Paul says in Romans 12. He says that we shouldn't think too highly of ourselves, but he says to think of ourselves with sober judgment. And so that's also, we don't want to think too lowly of ourselves, right? We want to think of ourselves as in God's perspective. God made us, he made you in his image, he made other people in his image. He also made you in his image. He sent his son to die on the cross for other people. He also sent his son to die on the cross for you. So you dimming your light and making it, trying to love other people and focusing on their needs, that is not loving your neighbor as yourself. You need to see yourself the way that God sees you. I used to struggle with being very passive in the way that I loved people and wanting to focus on their needs and kind of dimming my light and not bringing my full self to relationships with people because I just wanted to focus on them and thinking that they were more important than me. And it was this false sense of humility where a lot of people would tell me that I was humble, but in reality, I was having this sense of pride because I was seeing myself and choosing the way that I saw myself over the way that God sees me. So I was not recognizing the way that God saw me, and that is a source of pride. And so that wasn't loving others as myself because I wasn't loving myself the way that God wants me to. Because the truth is that you are loved by God. It's not just other people. You are loved by God too. You are not inferior to others. You are not superior to others. God created everyone in his image, including you. And so we need to make sure that you see yourself accurately and from God's perspective, just as we see our neighbors from God's perspective and accurately. And when we are informed by who God is, then we are able to see from his perspective and we're able to love the way that he wants us to love. And when we see God, we see him as our creator. 
He made each of us in his image. He made you in his image. He made others in his image. He made everything beautiful and perfect and wonderful. He said, it is good. And he's also a redeemer. When creation turns away from him and chooses sin over God, he makes a way back to him. That's why he sent his son so that he could be in relationship with us and buy us back, which is the greatest source of love that he would sacrifice himself in order to be with us. And that is true love that he died for us. Another amazing thing about God is that he is truth and he does not deny the truth in order to be with us. He loves us as we are and he also recognizes our sin. He doesn't get in a relationship with us and see the sin and say, oh, that's okay, that's no big deal. No, he knows that sin is bad. He is holy and righteous and perfect and cannot be around sin, which is why Jesus covers us with his blood and that's how we're able to be in a relationship with God. But sometimes I think we, in our relationships with other humans, when you deny the truth, in order to love your neighbor, that's not really loving your neighbor. You need to be able to see the truth and love the person at the same time. You can see the flaws in the person and the sin and love them. You can be truthful about, you know what, the sin is bad, but I also love you. In the same sentence, you can be truthful about, you know, I hate the sin, but I love the sinner. And the truth is that God loves us perfectly. He is love and he is perfect. So he loves us perfectly. He loves you perfectly. And we are not going to be able to love the way that he does. But when we spend time with him, we get to know who love is and we are filled up with his love. So that when we're spending time with people, that love can overflow and pour out into our relationships with people. And so if you feel like you're lacking in that, the truth is that we're not going to be able to to just have this love on our own. We need God's love in order to love our, our neighbors, love our enemies, love those who persecute us. And so spending time with him is how we get that source of love to pour out to other people. Because the truth is people can be hard to love. We are flawed. God made us in his image and he made us wonderfully, but we choose sin. And so we can be hard to love. Our neighbors can be hard to love, and also you can be hard to love. I can be hard to love. That's just how it is because we're flawed humans. But he gives us his love so that we can love our neighbor as ourselves fully and freely, not denying who we are because he gave you passions and callings, and you do not need to deny those in order to be in a relationship with someone and a friendship with someone and focus on their needs. We do want to focus on their needs and love them, but we also need to be real about who we are and who God has called you to be and your passions because he made you with a purpose. You are here on purpose. You do not need to dim your light. You do not need to quiet your voice. You are here and he made you to spread that love to other people. And so don't dim your light. Let that light shine. Let it shine before men so that you they may see your good deeds and praise your father who is in heaven. And that is how we can love our neighbors as ourselves. So thank you for joining me today for episode five of the Win series, When People Are Hard to Love. You can find me on Instagram at Life is Hard, God is Good podcast. This podcast is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and several other podcast platforms. So if you would rate, write reviews, and share with your friends so they can also be getting this encouragement and truth, that would be awesome. 
Thank you so much for joining me today, and I hope you have a great week.